Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a perfectly good podcast, the only podcast on the internet that is counting every John Hyatt song down in alphabetical order. I am not sleeping. <laughs> I am podcasting with my sister in all things, John Hyatt, Sylvan Groth. Hello. Hello, Jesse. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah. I have been looking forward to doing a little bit of blues history. And of course, you pointed out at one point in our going back and forth that this might be the first profanity that we have to talk about. Yeah. To pull the curtain back a little bit, when you upload a podcast, there are two options. There are clean, explicit and if you can either beep out the cuss words and then it can still be clean, or if you mark it explicit, it's because there's not safe for work, right? And not that Sylvan and I are fixing to get potty mouth, but <laughs> part of this song, they were having a little fun, weren't they? They were, which we'll get to when we actually break down the lyrics. But uh-huh. before we get into that, shall we just the facts, Jesse? Yes, we should. Just the facts. Go ahead, Sylvan. Tonight, we are discussing Don't Bug Me When I'm Working from Little Village. They've short-lived, unfortunately, only one self-titled album of John Hyatt, Nick Lowe, Ry Cooter, and Jim Keltner. This is the fourth time we've discussed a song from Little Village. And, oh, I forgot to write down. I believe it's the final track, if I'm remembering correctly I that think it, it is out. yes I think it so is the it final is track the closer and it is the song that tips a hat to the great blues man Sonny Boy Williamson because that is where the title Little Village comes from and I actually shared on the Facebook John Hyatt page YouTube video of that famous outtake where he talks about Little Village in a profane way and I think I I just love it I love the blues I love blues history and 
as a writer of fiction, I have always struggled with titles. So I love the idea that the band name was taken from a discussion about what to call a song. And I do remember at the time that the band members actually had to buy the name Little Village from another rock band because this was such a famous exchange. And I love that they were having a little fun with this particular song to pay homage to that. Other than that, I don't really have much in the way of facts. I will say that Keltner is credited with some of the looping that I think is most prevalent in this song. I'm going to read from Mike Elliott's book. He actually has an entire chapter called Don't Bug Me When I'm Working, which is about the Little Village experience. And it's fascinating, as is the entire book. Quoting Nick Lowe about Jim Keltner, he was an early adopter of looping and putting songs together, but just made from drum grooves. And they were amazing. You could hear music in them. He'd have tuned toms, things like that. So you could hear a tune being played. They were incredibly rhythmic. And as the girl who can never quite clap on rhythm when the band leader tries to get everyone involved in the audience, I very much appreciate that. So I'm excited to talk once again about Little Village with you, Jesse. I do wonder why so many of their lyrics are early in the alphabet. <laughs> we have It's I a think, good question. I believe four songs have do or don't as the start of the title and maybe it was just they were a team and they were spitballing and do's and don'ts and yeah, maybe so. Off of each other. Yeah. Sylvan, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is the album we've talked the most songs from you are right as i said this is going to be the fourth time and other than that we have talked three songs from dirty jeans and mud slide hymns and we would have talked more if i wasn't a wimp and wanted to put adios to california on hold not a worry all right <laughs> this is yeah so we're going to talk this one this is a fun one to discuss it is uh, the last one we talked had a little more serious bit. So I want to come back. To, I'm looking forward to coming back in this one and maybe having a little fun. So we'll be back in just a few minutes and we'll talk to you then. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Okay, we're back. I found a live version of this on YouTube. wasn't hard to find. And the guys are just having fun playing this, aren't they, Sylvan? Yeah. One of my great regrets in life is that I joined the John Hyatt party just after Little Village. And my mom will never let me forget that she got the opportunity to see them perform live. And I did not. And I I even remember I was just starting to be aware and she and my stepfather headed off to the big city for the concert. And I was like, Oh, I have to go. And they're like, Oh no, you're too young. You wouldn't appreciate it. And I disagree. I think I would have appreciated quite a bit because many people have said, including the members of the band, that the tour was really where this combination hit their stride and that it was something pretty special to see them all together. Yeah. So I really enjoyed, I I did not get to see them live, but I love the videos. I've watched a few of them. They seem to be having fun. So this is a weird one for lyrics because Very this, true. this feels, depending on when you're performing it, you could just have a lot of fun and pick the lyrics you want and enjoy this. So <laughs> how are we going to break down the lyrics on this one? also quite repetitive so apologies to our listeners that it seems yeah. like we're just like on a loop here i don't know i guess maybe start and break where it feels natural does that okay. work for you yeah okay uh, i can yeah. go yeah, first please go ahead want. yeah all right don't bug me when i'm working i'm working i'm working don't bug me when i'm working got a job to do don't bug me when i'm working i'm working i'm working don't bug me when i'm working I don't work for you. And there is such an attitude when John's mm-hmm. singing this. Uh, he's got that John, young John, ex- exaggerated face and eyes, and he's making a lot of exaggeration. It kicks to the different guys. 
they're singing verses similar, right? Don't bug me at work too. It is just, it's fun. I feel like this is just a fun romp of, and I don't know if you hear comedians, it's a thing if when there's a heckler, I don't go to your job and tell you how to do it. <laughs> Come to my job and tell me what to do, right? Yes. And so I don't know if that's what this is, but it could certainly, without stretching very much, don't bug me. I'm just working. I'm here making music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it also really works well, no matter what your job is, yeah. as a great little song to have in your head when you're having a bad day and you just yes. want to be left alone. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, oh, let me I'm trying to pull up. You emailed me, right? Didn't you send me? Yeah. Yeah. It's if you bug me at work, I can't get it done. Too tired, baby, to have any fun. If you got any complaints, better keep them hid. Don't come around here and mess with the kid. And then we go back to the lyrics, the chorus. Just there is this... I don't want to say arrogance. There's this confidence, this kind of, hey, leave me alone. I'm just here trying to do my gig. Let me, leave me the effing alone. And I just love that. Yeah. Um, And I mm -hmm. love that they took the little village from Sonny Boy Williamson on, there's another, I think, blues nod here. Don't come around here and mess with the kid. I, I personally believe that is a little hat tip to junior wells messing with the kid and back in the days of mixtapes or whatnot great little combo to play this song and then messing with the kid it's a lot of fun yeah go ahead you want to do the next few lyrics because now we're talking don't mess me something else right don't bug me when i'm sleeping i'm sleeping i'm sleeping don't bug me when i'm sleeping because i need my rest don't bug me when I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. Don't bug me when I'm working. Got to buzz a while. I said, don't bug me when I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. Don't bug me when I'm working. I don't work for you. Don't bug me when I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. Don't bug me when I'm sleeping. Got work to do. And I will stop there. I guess I'm throwing you under the bus, making you do the dirty yeah. stuff again. But yeah, it, I think this is where we get into the real groove of the four piece working together. And it's funny that it's a curmudgeon saying, leave me alone, but it sounds so great in harmony. And you also, we are not alone in feeling this way that like, Oh, I just want to go to bed and get a good rest. Yeah. I, I, think that's pretty much what there is that going on there and i a little bit i can't believe i'm telling this story again but it's come (laughs) up my sister-in-law robin told me was talking years ago that she said kids don't it's not fair for kids because if you're in the kitchen working and they come up and go hi mom can i get a sandwich you're gonna say can't you see i'm busy i'm Mm -hmm. working i'm in the middle of doing something no Okay, so then you go and you sit down in the living room and they go, hey, mom, can I get a sandwich? I was just in the kitchen. Why didn't you ask me when I was there? And don't bug me when I'm working. Okay, now I'm sleeping. 
okay, why are you bugging me now? Right? Okay. Just, okay. I'm, you can't bug me when I'm working. Okay, I'll hold off. Now I'm trying to sleep. Basically, I don't want to talk to you. Leave me alone. They do have, right? They go into the, now you bug me at home when I'm too tired and beat. Can't even stand my own two feet. You call on the phone. You make me uptight. I can't even work with my baby at night. I can't Lord even, have mercy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even stand on my own two feet, right? That is a lyric that rings that is from other songs. They're covering it. And yeah, I'm like, so now then you make the argument, oh, you may not be working with music. You may be working at trying to do a little something with your baby. And I, I may be tired and beat, but I... And then it says, I can't even work with my baby at night, right? Like, I'm too tired and beat to even think about trying to do something. I, yeah, this is just a blast. Yeah, and I, I don't know if this is a dated kind of thing, but the you call on the phone, you make me uptight. To me, that is a reference to the telemarketers, that you come home from a day at work, you just want to put your feet up, relax. All of a sudden the phone ringing and you have to deal with someone that you just don't want to deal with, which now who has a landline that doesn't really happen much around my house anyway. And then the idea that you had a hard day, maybe you're hoping to get a little lucky. And then that one thing, the straw that breaks the camel's back and now I'm all uptight. Now I'm not in the mood. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and also you can carry it even more. I remember when I was still living at home. This was, I was at college and I worked at a grocery store and it was my day off. And one of the assistant managers called and said, Hey, I know it's Jesse's day off. Is there any way that he can come in? Cause we're busy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he's, Oh, but I really don't want to bother him. And he was this is I heard from him afterwards. I'm like trying to send through your phone to your dad, your stepdad. Tell him he's not here. Say he's not here. Say he's not here. <laughs> Let Jesse enjoy his day off. He's, oh, I, I'll i have to check to see if he's here. And my, my friend is, yeah, now you're getting it right. So <laughs> the idea, right? Like you're, whether it's a telemarker, whether it's a coworker, Hey, can you believe what? I don't want to talk about work or it's your boss. Hey, we need to talk about you coming in early or a relative. We really need to plan. I just don't want to talk to anyone. Yes, I I think that. And yes, the. We are in a different world now where our phone is with us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But there are plenty of us that are old enough to remember that landline and just I don't want to answer it. Don't answer it. Let the machine pick it up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There is, they do sue some talking on Uh it. This feels sometimes, and I guess I think this also has to do with the blues, right? The whole idea Uh of as you're recording, you start riffing and talking Uh and telling stories. And we are the MF and little village Uh and everything. Any thoughts on that part of it? I was able to, I, it is not transcribed in most of the lyrics that we have, but I found a blog post about Sonny Boy Williamson and he, there's some lyrics about talking about your little town, small little place. And 
in between some verses, there's an exchange between Leonard Chess and let me make sure that I'm right about that. Yes, Leonard Chess and Sonny Boy Williamson. He Leonard Chess is behind the controls and he says, go ahead, we're rolling. What's the name of this? Sonny Boy says, Little Village. And then when he doesn't respond, Sonny Boy goes, a little village, motherfucker, a little village. Leonard Chess says, there isn't a motherfucking thing about a village, you son of a bitch. Nothing in the song has got anything to do with a village. Sonny Boy says, a small town. Leonard Chess says, I know what a village is. Sonny Boy says, God damn it. You don't need no title. You name it up. I get go through with it, you son of a bitch. You name it what you want to. You name it your mommy if you want to. So all of that is telling. And I have also used that phrase in whatever. You're trying to come up with a clever little title or something to put on the subject of an email even when we were discussing what are we going to call this as we're going through every John Hyatt song from A to Z landed on perfectly good podcast but you name it your mammy if you wanna and that would be a great name for a podcast (laughs) yes that would be great and it is and so I think in that spirit is why the guy started talking right And sharing some of that and quoting that, right? And you can just imagine how many times in a recording studio people have riffed in that way, that there's this funny little outtake that everyone has heard of a certain musical interest and who wouldn't want to be either of those legends. So you just, you riff, you quote the way that you quote your favorite movie. Yeah, exactly. Or like badges. We don't need no badges. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I love that. This is not a complex song. Mm-mm. I don't know if there's anything else we need to visit about. I don't know if I think we've already added more complexity than the boys would want us to do. It's about Probably. I don't want to work. I want to take a nap. Or when I am working, leave me alone and let me work, whether it's on the stage, whether it's at the factory. Or whether it's at the house trying to do what I need to do. Any other thoughts on this one? Yeah, I I think this really sums up what Little Village was all about. It was about playing and having fun. It was about acknowledging the deep musical history that all four musicians had. And it was a little bit performing to the choir, let's say, that it was a very niche kind of experience. Not everyone would have gotten that reference. Some people would have just thought it was funny that these quote unquote middle-aged guys were using profanity. But as you said, it's fun. It You can definitely tap your toe to it. You can sing along with it. You can quote it when you're having a bad day. And I think that's about it. Yeah, I think that... Unfortunately, the Traveling Wilburys had commercial success. Some of the other super groups had a lot of success. And unfortunately, this might have been, hold on. I'm better. Unfortunately, they may have thought, oh, we're going to get the next big thing. And I don't know if these four guys was ever going to be the next big thing. They are all big things in their own area. But as far as 
was often quoted that they said they're the super group of nobodies or the super group of people that you've never heard of. But yeah, and that, that there was also a lot of talk of you can never quite live up to the sum of one's parts. And maybe they're all a little bit too polite and deferential to each other. Yeah. And right. We've talked about this before that in Bring the Family, they were under tight budgets and a tight time frame. And you also can't necessarily duplicate lightning in a bottle. It is, there are many of record companies that have gone broke trying to recapture that magic. And sometimes you can, and sometimes you can't. But more often than you're not, this is when you try to, oh, let's throw another one, right? I'm old enough to remember when Silver Street came out and Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor <clears throat> rolling in laughter, just rolling in that laughter. And then the next move they put them in, they just didn't capture that same chemistry, same guys, similar writers, but it just didn't capture that magic. And, and I think what's really nice is we've got this album to enjoy. Mm-hmm. I haven't spent a lot of time with Little Village, and I'm really happy that because of this, I have spent some time, and I've enjoyed it. I think it's a good project, and it's. I think if I was John or Rye or any of them, I'd look at it and go, I'm proud of the work we did there. Maybe didn't go, we didn't hit 100%, but we had fun, and there's nothing to be ashamed of that records. Yeah. And I would say it holds up. It's not one of those albums that you can say, oh, it just must have been ahead of its time because you listen to it 20 years later and it sounds considerably different or it ages so well like a fine wine that it's even better than it was at the time. It It, it is of its late, early 90s time and in not a kitschy embarrassing way just like a nice little time capsule and i think they should all be proud of that yeah yeah and and we've talked before that if they did a small tour i think there'd be plenty of us that would like oh man that's great let's do it we'd love to see them absolutely yeah all right so it is your turn to rate first all right. We we talked about the scale on our last one, so I won't go through that whole rigmarole, but I will just say that this is a good song. I, I have never skipped it. Even it's the last song on a record. You just let it play out and then you sit with it for a moment. But it certainly wouldn't be the first song that I would put on to introduce anyone to John Hyatt or even Little Village for that matter. And I'm going to have to say a solid two. So if we're seeing Little Village, I would not go to the bathroom on this song. <laughs> that I'm going to give it a one. Ooh. I mean, I think it's okay, but I think there's, it's fun, but there's not a lot there lyrically. So let me be fair. The studio version is a one. The live is a two. So, All right. so maybe I go with a two because mm-hmm. there is the live version. Because watching them live, that's, you could almost make it a three that they're having so much fun. So yeah, now that I talk about it, I'm going to go two. So. Okay. Yeah. I will uh, let you change your mind. Yes. Thank you. Very nice. (laughs) We would love to hear your thoughts on this. We are continuing to work through the letter D. We're having a lot of fun. We would love more guests. 
uh, read yeah, out for that to matter, us? there are two more starting with D.O. songs from Little Village coming up. So if you enjoyed this discussion or you have something that you just think we completely missed about this project, come and join us for either Don't Go Away Mad or Don't Think About Her When You're Trying to Drive, which I, I'm sure there's someone out there who has some thoughts about Don't Think About Her When You're Trying to Drive. Yeah, uh, perfectly good podcast at gmail.com is our email address. I am at Jesse Jackson DFW on Twitter. And I would love to hear your thoughts. Check out me on Set Lusting Bruce as I'm talking my other musical hero, Bruce and Sylvan. How about you? Where are you heading? What where uh, can they hear of you? They can, <laughs> they can find me at Sylvan Green Eyes on Twitter, although I very rarely tweet. I am all over the John Hyatt fan page on Facebook. And uh, yeah, definitely drop us an email at perfectgoodpodcast at gmail. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We can either read something if you don't feel like giving us your own voice. You can voice memo us and we'd love to include your thoughts or come and join us on Zoom. Super. All right. Have a little faith. Have a little faith. Baby, we can come on home. Put the cow horns back on the Cadillac and change the message on the court of It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.